Is everyone feeling okay to keep going? <laughs> so can I just check who's on who's online with us? So Ingram's online. Just Ingram, yep. Just Ingram. I thought there was a second. Hello. Yeah, well, welcome back. And it's great to have uh, Arf and Claire here today as well with your experience and the way that strategically you've uh, managed uh, Wesley's and a lot, whole lot of other work that you've done. So, oh, sorry, uh, yes. we'd like to have the slides up. <laughs> so, look, I wanted to pull a whole lot of the information from yesterday, there's a lot of detail, into something that might look like a strategic plan might look like. I want to be very clear that um, this is only version one and it's not unusual to have version six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve in these sort of drafts, particularly because you want to have, we, we want to have in, input and Nora's been very um, clear about that, that there's a whole bunch of people and other states that we want to get engaged in this process. So, um, so, you know, that's why it's version one and there'll probably be several several other versions. But I thought given that people had put aside a lot of time this weekend and there'd been so much input and a lot of valuable input that I would at least take it from pages and pages and pages of notes into something that was starting to look more like where we're headed. Um, and it needs, obviously needs more work and the three of us are going to have to do some more work in terms of the notes as well. But what I really wanted to do was present it to you and get a sense as to whether it was off mark or whether you had other really key things that you felt needed to be included at this point in time, keeping in mind that there are other, there are plenty of other opportunities. Um, so, as I say, it's a draft just for checking in um, and it is going to be a bit, bit of presentation. I've got a lot of slides, but, but I really want your feedback and it's late in the afternoon, but, um, but I think it's important for us then to be able to move forward on it. So, the first slide. So, we talked about vision statements yesterday and this is my sort of record of not every brainstorm that was provided, but the majority that were quite different um, in terms of what, what people were suggesting. So I'll just give you a second to have a look through that. Can Ingram see this or not? We, yeah, can we can see this. Yeah, okay. Oh, it should be able to anyway. So several ideas, comments that triplets are good, you know, it might be useful to have a primary byline, a secondary byline, and um, building camaraderie was also um, important. So this is my suggestion at the bottom based on some of that and you can throw it out or add to it or change it at this point or we can leave it and then let other play, people play with it later. <laughs> but the suggestion from based on what was brainstorm at the top was that uh, a sport for everyone, your goals, your team, your people. Um, so I put team there instead of something because there was quite a lot of discussion yesterday about you know, teamwork and working in teams and belonging, that sense of belonging. So it may not be perfect and it may not be the end product, but that's just the suggestion to move forward. I sure really like it. I like it. Um, the one option I was thinking about last night is um, I like that so we might want to give the idea 
We might want to give the idea of an environment people fit in. So something like your field, except we don't play on a field. We play a place for everyone. Yeah, we play we play on a pitch. So I don't know. I wanted to say your goals, your pitch, your people. So is it your place? Because if we say your place could be whole have a whole lot of meanings yeah i think your place is cool yeah yeah but yeah just because i did i wanted your goals and your place like an area where you fit in and you're going to be accepted and your people which i like so but this is also already great because it moves from your team which is your small team but then the entire community can be your community because there's no one here who's also on my team but I think everyone here is my friend. So I like that too. How is like the alliteration? How is like the alliteration place brings with people? Yeah. Well, you could even say your community instead of your people, but whatever. Yeah, it's cool. I like people better, actually. It seems to roll off the tongue. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. So do you want to change any change it to Maybe place? I did, I did below, and then we'll bring this back to the community and we'll see what they say. So I guess what I'd be proposing is that we might give some examples from the brainstorm, but not put every brainstorm, but actually say this is what from this forum, this is what we're putting forward as a possible vision. It could be one or two examples. And you know, then go through a process of Thank you. Okay, so we're right to move on from, from that. So the next, we had a session on values. And this is my interpretation of the summary of the values that we, we discussed. And I've then got value statements for each of those that I want to run by you. But I thought it was best rather than getting caught up in the detail if we just had a look at the key points. So just give you a minute to have a look at that and see whether as a first cut you think that I've captured what we talked about in terms of values. I like it. I think maybe I would put player safety and well-being and leave player growth. And maybe not even put player growth, but like personal growth. Because we talked about how a lot of people are joined when they are very young and then playing a team sport shapes them into a better person, not just a player. We could have growth and that can be player growth, personal growth, growth of the sport, growth of the community. And your core value is growing. Yeah, Does that work? I think we always might work. I think you need to, and the statements can change, but I think before we get too caught up in that, you probably need to have a look at the statement that I've crafted from yeah. all yeah. of Let's this. Go through and <laughs> yeah, but I'll make so, a note. It could be growth. So do you want to just move on? So this is what I've, I've crafted to sort of try to pull together what was on here and what people have discussed. Now I may. As I say, it's open totally to criticism and it could be thrown out and replaced with something else in land growth.
phrase like this makes more sense than just reading player growth and well-being. I think player throws me off. Right. So is it person, personal growth or person, people? Yeah. Personal growth or just growth and well-being? Individual growth. Or just growth and well-being? But it's not just a player. It's not just a player. It's the cognitive of the team. So if you're saying member, if you wanted to, like, be a player, I would put player, like, I'm sorry, personal, personal growth and well-being. Maybe we just substitute that at this stage because, as I say, this is a first cut. So, you know, people can come back and... and um, I, I like so we, player, but, yeah. You like player? Let's give player for now. I'd like to make a note. It could be personal growth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it just could be growth and well-being. Yeah. And let's come back to that. Okay, let's look at the next one. So the, this is two different statements. So the first one about inclusivity and the second about player safety and that uh, that um, formatting stuffed up <laughs> between oh, the computers. <laughs> it looked fine on my computer. Make inclusivity even broader. Mm. I mean, I threw the diversity in there, and that was picked up from um, AJ's comment yesterday. But I mean, you were also talking about um, cultural diversity, yeah. Um, which I, yeah, I haven't then defined in the next sentence. But um, um, like junior quidditch, like the the kiddage stuff will fit, but having the full contact line in there might not quite work with both. Picking up on today's conversation, because this is based on yesterday's as well, but your point um, about um, working towards full, full contact sport, I'm wondering whether even just, you know, redefining it in that way so that, you you know, if there's a decision down the track that not everyone necessarily needs to play full contact sport. Um, but certainly one of the pluses yesterday was around people, regardless of gender, participating in a full contact sport and learning how to do that safely. But yeah, I guess it's the end goal, so yeah, that's good. So we could say working towards, you know, a full contact sport or just change that yeah. language a bit. I keep having this doubt, but like what makes a sport full contact? Because I thought full contact is like Muay Thai, where you are literally the goal of the sport is to contact each other, right? Instead, ours is a limited contact because there are plenty of rules. 
and uh, the goal of the sport is not to contact each other. So I think I think full contact just means like unlike soccer where you can sort of make incidental contact with the player, but you can't like shove them, you can't grab them, you can't grab them or anything. In Quidditch, you can completely make you can make full contact with a player. You can pull them from the ground, you can grab them, you can push them around, all that sort of stuff. Whereas in a non-contact or not full contact sport like soccer, for example, that wouldn't be allowed. Netball, it's not allowed. Basketball, yeah, it's not yeah, allowed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I see it as like a means to the end, right? The the goal is to score points and contact is one of the avenues you take. It's not the, the purpose of, whereas Muay it is the purpose. Well, I think my, my point then translates to warding because saying it's a contact sport conveys one image is a full contact sport, to me at least, conveys a different image. So it's so, the word full. Full. Yeah. So we, we can drop full and it's still, does that still mean yeah. if it's a contact sport, it still makes sense? Well, I think we've I, always defined, defined it as a full contact sport though, haven't we? Like, yeah, I think, I think we always phrase it as a full contact sport. I think the difference is, because I don't know for sure on this, but I think it's like netball, for example, is non-contact sport. Something like soccer is contact in the sense that you can collide with a player and you can like have a hand on them or something, but you can't grab them, you can't tackle them, you can't do that kind of like rugby level full contact. Whereas Quidditch full contact, like full contact is Quidditch, rugby, AFL, those types of levels of contact. I mean, the other thing is we can define, I haven't put definitions, but we certainly mostly have a glossary or a definition in these sort of mm-hmm. documents. So anything like that, perhaps what we do is just signal that we need to have it in the definitions so that it's really clear what, what it is we mean. Okay, can we move on in the interest yep. of time? Um, could it spirit? Yeah, that's nice. Okay. And then affordability and accessibility. Yeah. So any any other suggestions at this point? Because that was I kind think, of what we I think the came ad up with. with accessibility is that accessibility isn't just uh, in the case of Quidditch, it's not just a uh, a question of like physical ability accessibility. Um, I think Quidditch is actually one of the things that makes Quidditch a unique sport is how it appeals to people who wouldn't normally play a sport. And in that way, it's an accessible sport um, to someone who is put off by other communities, other sport, other kinds of really intense sports. I think Quidditch has a role to play in society as something, as a way for people to get involved in activity and um, teams and so on in that sort of sense. There is no learner level adult age in most sports, except in Quidditch. There is. I've, I've, I even mean that, like the sort of the sort of, the sort of person who is not a sporty person, the sort of person who is does not think who like there are plenty of people who come to Quidditch saying, "I hate PE in high school. I avoid sports at all costs. I'm not a sport, and now I go to train three times a week. What's wrong with me? What's happened in my life? How did I find this thing that?" Like, I thought I hated sports. Now I love sport. 
yeah, that's that's the line that I always use every time. It's like um, attracting people who wouldn't normally play sport. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And part of the that's what got me. Part of the reason that I'm keen to have that sort of, and maybe we need to define it more, is that as an observer, what I've been seeing is much more focus on competition and hard competition and winning and much less focus in the last year or so on people actually getting in and participating. And I know there are certain clubs like the Weasleys that are doing that. But overall, there seems to be a lot more a lot more focus on, you know, we've got to win at all costs. Um, and that's just my only opinion. But I think that this spirit and the accessibility is really the future for Quidditch. Not taking away the need for elite sports or elite teams, but um, participation is the big is the, is the big agenda that needs to be driven, in my opinion. Okay, let's move on. So just the notes with the change of name, and this was something that was debated with, and particularly um, Nora, Nora's group. So um, there's a, there was a lot of notes and a lot of discussion around this. So I just tried to sort of capture, capture it and hope that it's been represented if it hasn't. Um, and Nora, if you want to offline have another look at it as well, because um, because you you led this group. But it is something that comes up all the time and uh, and there was an interesting discussion and debate about it. Um, so these were the concerns and on the next on the next slide I've got what I understood the conclusion to be. Replying this, but yeah, um, making Ava was saying, and I think the key thing. I don't know what flying flying must be over here. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the formatting's changed on this. But like, from my side, Ava was saying the key thing was um, small administrative change. So it's always going to be Quidditch, but Quidditch Australia will become Hoop Sports Australia or something. But everyone will keep saying, "Pass me the bludger." Like the, the play puffs. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen puffs, but would they never actually mention any of the? Ah, uh, yeah, it's very clever. And I, I guess the thing is that whilst there's a concern about the copyright, um, someone made the point yesterday, and that I've noted in my previous one that it's been going for what 10, 16 years. So now, so legally, there could be a situation where if they tried to sue, and who would they sue internationally? Um, that there's uh, um, a possibility that you know a, a legalese could actually say, "Well, hang on a minute, you've allowed these people to use this term for twelve, you know, these terms for twelve, fifteen, twenty years. Why now? What? what and I had a discussion. Changed. I had a discussion with IQA on this, and this is why I would be so, so keen for IQA to pull up all of the conversations they've had with Warner Bros, because they've had some. And these will be extremely important if we ever end up in this situation, because they've 
they've knowingly, knowingly let the sport move on. And that's that knowingly, because that if they have plausible deniability of that, then this argument falls. Yeah. I mean, the other point that was interesting about yesterday that I don't think many people realised was that um, it'll it'll be bludger, it'll be beater, it'll be <laughs> quaffle, it'll be, you know, anything that's associated and the with team, Quidditch. And the club names as well. Yeah, will, will actually be... Um, subject to, to, to copy, copyright. So it's kind of like you've got to throw the whole game out <laughs> because yeah, even the game itself. <laughs> is the game still identifiably Quidditch? So do they have a way of saying, okay, you've changed all of the names and you claim to play this different sport, but obviously it's still our sport. And do you have grounds for that? But the problem this is what if we, I think that liaising with Warner Bros when we have more power might eventually be an outcome yeah. that we need to consider. Yeah, and I guess that's what it was meaning by where I've written critical mass and large enough following because it seems like there's going to need to be a strong mass behind this to, to be in a position to argue the point. Um, so my suggestion is that we don't actually put this in the strategic plan, yeah. but we actually keep that, that discussion actually on record um, and the conclusion that the group made and perhaps even repeated. It's up to you, Nora, because you're leading this process, but whether you wanted to, you know, repeat that discussion in the other different forums that we're having to, because it was only based on people here yesterday. But it would seem to me that it needs to be written up yeah. um, as a standalone record, but not necessarily go in a strategic plan. Um, maybe it could be just like a separate document as in outcome of Strategic Forum 2020, this document, and we don't repeat it again. I think that we probably will find no additional knowledge in the community. So we just put out this extra document that we share internally somehow and ask for feedback or other opinions. But I don't think it, especially considering we're going to be time pressed in other forums this year, I don't think this is a discussion we need to repeat again. But it may also be that a resolution of the board needs to be made to say that we, you know, that this is the conclusion that we've drawn at this point in time. I don't know, but um, I'm just mindful that, you know, sometimes it comes up and, and then it has to be put, you know, it has to be squashed, if you like, because there's a whole lot of discussion that's actually useless and not helpful around whether it should change. And you think, well, you know, let's just put it to bed for the moment and, and move on. But that's not my decision. It's just thought. So we're agreed that we will do that. We'll have a separate um, record of it out of the forum. Yeah, okay, thanks for that. Let's move on. So now we moved into, and I've taken a bit of liberty with this because we had several um, five groups around the room and I felt that some of them, when I looked at the detail notes, there was an overlap in some of the discussion and potentially could be an overlap. And this in particular might change depending on the other consultation that you have. 
But I was suggesting out of the forum that these were the three areas that were kind of priority areas. So recruitment, and I put retaining, and I thought, great stuff, because AJ, you put that in your slides today about retaining. We didn't really talk about retaining yesterday, except for um, university teams to community teams was kind of that discussion. So that's why I included it in that. Um, developing our people and then resources and finances. So does that kind of from your senses to the discussions, what some of the key priorities were? So moving to the next slide. So I'm, I've now pulled out what could be called goals. <laughs> um, I'm not putting them down as objectives because they're not smart objectives. <laughs> um, and so they don't have, you know, timeframes or measurements at all. But just suggesting that um, these might be out of this forum, um, some of the goals that we would put forward. So increasing participation of school-aged children, developing a youth league, providing opportunities for adults not previously involved, strengthening the links between the university graduate and community teams, the, the language around this can change. It's, it was just mainly the concept, um, if I've been able to capture that. Developing our people was around coaching referees and then um, people engaging and learning in administrative roles, this was my understanding. And then around resources and um, finances, it was around grant applications, um, sourcing and distributing funds across clubs. So where some clubs have been successful in gaining resources or are supported, then, you know, it's looked beyond the boundary of, of that club to other clubs that might need some support in, to enable them to keep going and thrive. Um, and how much the, the state, New South Wales Quidditch plays in that or how much Quidditch Australia plays in that, now that's something that needs to be determined. Um, seeking recognition of Quidditch sport and then improving communication tools and marketing. So they're kind of fairly higher level, but that's four or five year plan. That's kind of what I was suggesting might have come out of the forum. Comments, challenges, additions, changes. I think one of the core activities we've been working on and should be a priority is empowering female and non-male participants. So it could probably go into developing our people. Yeah, in here. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't directly talk about that yesterday, but it was coming up in it different ways, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And even more so today. Yeah, and I'd just add maybe, yeah, just what I talked about a bit more today as well. I think just with um, the resources for teams to use to recruit people and to reach out to businesses in the community and those community groups and things like that. Um, I mean, I think that could be yeah, easily worked into one of those sort of points. Just the, yeah, re Resources, yeah. Their goals, their financial 
as I say, this is just a quick check out just to sort of finish the, the weekend to actually say, okay, well, what did we actually come up with? Um, the next slide. So this isn't everything. This is just some examples. And I heard when I came in today, uh, and certainly from your slides, AJ, I'd really like to have a look through those. And there may have been other slides earlier in the day that I missed that I think we could perhaps refine or add or amend some of these. Um, but this was just a first attempt. Also to show people how it might look with, you know, how do you get what's everything's on the butcher's paper and then put it into something that, you know, is readable and, and succinct. Um, so as an example, um, increased participation of school-aged children and develop a school, a youth league. So this is taking the, the priority that I showed you before, potential goal, and then some of the, what I'm calling strategies. I'm not, um, I'm not sort of writing them as objectives because once again, they're not smart. And in plans, I don't tend to get caught up um, in the terminology because it just, people interpret what is a goal differently or what is an objective differently? And it's not always possible to have smart objectives. It might be in a research project, but in a five-year plan, it's not always, you know, possible to say what you're going to have achieved by, you know, 2022. Um, so I, rather than get caught up in the, in the terms, in the plan itself, depending on what the team and the board want, we may or may not have you know, goal, for example, although goal is probably easier than, than saying, you know, strategy and objective. So the things that I've picked up um, around this were providing resources for teachers and it was made aware that, and I wasn't sure what to call them, but the Queensland, I think I've made a mistake with the acronym, um, Queensland have a Kidditch resource, I understand you may well have as well in MacArthur because you've done no, kids stuff. Not, not, no, we <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've been meaning to work on one. But the the intention was to, you know, provide a resource for teachers to run Kidditch, Kidditch skills and modified games um, and include information about the equipment, etc. Um, in the plan itself, I wouldn't have what's in the brackets, but you know, I just wanted to put it there for at this point in time. Um, and the idea was that we want to increase it in schools, but we don't necessarily have the people to go out to every school. So it's like, let's give them something that may not be full kiddich or may not be full quidditch, but at least it gets the kids involved and they can have a taste of it and then, you know, progress into it further on. Um, encourage members to apply for working for children's checks, which is more of an, probably wouldn't, sit high up on the agenda, but um, it's important <laughs> that people are covered and with Quidditch Australia authorising that it can, it's not going to cost people anything. Um, it's just an administrative process. Birthday parties um, and a suggestion that to run a birthday party sort of model during um, the main matches. I've said AQL, but it may not be <laughs> that to model how it's actually done. Parents' pay was not about the birthday party at AQL. It was more around, you know, it is a, it is a potential income source um, for people and I just wanted to put that there because we might want to pick that up later in the plan. Um, offer to run a fun competition for teachers, you know, eight, eight weeks, once a week or on a development day. 
Um, youth League, and I didn't put any detail around that. AJ mentioned yesterday about European examples, and I thought perhaps you know, that was something we could, if we wanted to mm -hmm. include that, we could maybe um, put Go a little bit line. more information mm -hmm. about holding an exhibition match with spectator commentary, which is again raised today. So that was some of the things that I've picked up as key. Anything really pressing that you think that's missed from that around kids? Um, there is the, uh, we haven't mentioned it at all yet, but um, there's the Shoalhaven superheroes. They do that, um, the Kitty yeah. World Cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, I think they tried to reach out to QA like years ago and like no one replied to the email or something. So they just went ahead. Nobody even, I get really disappointed that yeah. they put stuff on Facebook and there's a handful of us that actually go like or say terrific. And I mean, yeah, you guys do, anything. but it's yeah. kind of like, you know what? It wouldn't actually hurt the community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> actually so we have to be more, back yeah. this up, be, yeah. be more proactive about it. Yeah. yeah, so, um, and I think and a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of development for kids can come from that and there's a lot of um, advertising that, I mean, yeah, it's just a really beneficial... It's, it's also a model. Ways, yeah. it, it seems to be quite a successful model. I don't yeah. know how much of it depends on the individual, but they certainly seem to have a lot of businesses engaged. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and school communities engaged. Because they, yeah, because they run, like, their own, like, Comic Con mm -hmm. in Shoalhaven and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the guy's got a lot of connections and gets a lot of sponsors and that. So we really have to start working with him properly. <laughs> I remember being a big part of a quit camp in 2017, yeah, yeah. I gotta say. Um, the last quit camp, yeah. But then it sort of like dropped off our queer community's radar and other than the posts that David Araki makes and all the groups and so on. Yeah, yeah. So he's... um. You know, he, he can be a bit tedious to work with, but um, but his heart's in the right place, and he's just so willing to help. Like you know, it's you, it's a resource we can't. But it also keep, might not so much enthusiasm. Like it's yeah, it's, it might be a model though, if <laughs> that could be picked up mm -hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if I'm happy to include, you know, something along those lines in terms of events um, here, let's go to the next one. Um, so this was about adults not previously involved. Some of the things we talked about. Yeah. I think the previous one, the running the session for teachers, was it for teachers or was it for students? Teachers. Because that, yeah, that would play into this one quite well as well. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know where to put it, but then I thought because it was about schools, a lot of the discussion was around if we can get teachers involved in this, then they're more likely to, to you know, have a go mm. with the kids rather than, you know, rather than our slim resources needing to go into every school. We've had a few teachers on the team and it's worked really well. So, yeah, like, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it, but that's a great idea. It could go either place, but I just felt because of the, you know, the end result is about getting kids involved, mm. um, which is why we're targeting teachers. So th those were some, maybe not all, but some of the thoughts that we'd had. I mean, the other thing with this is that lots of people have lots of ideas, but in these sorts of plans, if you have 100 pages of, of strategies and nobody ends up doing anything and at the end of and then 12 months time you kind of go oh we haven't done that we haven't done that we haven't done that 
point is that it's better we'll collect more strategies but then there'll have to be a prioritization process so that it's brought back to you know some well, I mean, key making things happen i know i know when i first became president at UCID, i wrote some ridiculously long strategic plan document that was like 38 pages of ideas of what we could do as a club and we didn't do half of them but the half that we did do obviously worked really well for UCID. Um, and so I think that you, you can have all those things in the document as main things or as appendices that then future documents can look back to and say, oh, we have already planned all these other ideas. Now we can take them that we've done, the things that we prioritised and bring them yeah. to the forefront. So, so to prioritise and at least address those and then, by the way, you know, there's these, if you feel you're achieving that or if this doesn't suit you, then here are some other auspiced um, thoughts or ideas. Okay. I think, I think mm -hmm. that... Also, um, an advantage of phrasing it this way is that at each strategic forum, then people go to this document and go, ah, let's try and write a project proposal for run corporate team building sessions and let's send this project proposal to five law firms someone's accounting firm and let's see if someone wants to run a team building session with us. So I think that um, future strategic forums can get this list of strategies and turn them into smart objectives. I would certainly objectives. agree with that. I mean, my, the way I'd see if this is a five-year plan, you're not going to write a document of this type every five years. You'll read it, uh, sorry, every year. You'll revisit it each year and go, mm, you know, <laughs> will we, will, are we, do, do we still agree with the vision? Do we still agree with the, you know, the values? Has anything changed? Um, you know, have our goals changed? But you do as, as um, Nora has suggested and actually say, well, what are we going to tackle in the next 12 months that, that links to one of these priorities? And that's how you use your strategic forum. Um, so I'd certainly support that. Okay, um, next one. Oh, so I have done one that I haven't put a slide on because we talked yesterday about um, transitioning from university to graduate teams or community teams and then the interface back between community. And I started that one, but I, I didn't want to go through everything today. I just thought I'd, I'd give you a bit of a, 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 a taste of it. Um, so in terms of developing our people, we talked about coaching skills and techniques and these were some of the, oh, that's not right. Oh, sorry. Let's do referees and let's hope something's happened with my saving. thing about coaching was that, that it was the strategies that I thought I had were around um, uh, around. Um, sourcing external. external coaches who have experience in coach the coach and then working with our with people in our teams or our nominated coaches or would-be coaches around developing coaching skills that was one of them um, there was another one just about um, at things like the quick camps or the the workshops the <laughs> where people get together actually having, you know, a workshop around coaching those, not just about, um, you know, some of the other things you're talking about. I do apologise for that. Hopefully we'll pull this down when it, <laughs> before it actually goes up on record. Um, can we come here? Yeah, referees. 
So these were some of the things that I'd um, This was primarily out of the, um, the open disclosure session yesterday, which there are two sheets, but I've had to sort of rationalise it a bit. The one thing I wanted to add was formalise and in sort of enforce, in a way, a feedback uh, system for referees that's filtered by someone who isn't in the hot, in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. So we can have a feedback system for referees. Good point. That was noted and I think I just wasn't sure how to write it. (laughs) But yeah, if if you're you're making notes, aren't you, Jamie, for this so I can pick that up? I think Ava's also um, trying to come up with a plan for QMSW to do, uh, to implement some kind of refereeing um, uh, review system as well. Yeah, she's going to test that at um, Fantasy. But is that linked to the certification or is that separate to... That links to the um, the reviewing of referees once they're already refereeing, I guess. Just spitting out an idea on the re- having uh, someone review some feedback that's not really like vested interests. You could ask somebody from a different state so, like, the VQA could have someone from New South Wales um, sanitise or format the reviews and vice versa. That would be nice. Fine. Fine and nice, good idea. It would work, it could work if you, if you had video coverage of the games, but I'm not sure how it would work otherwise. I think the other thing that would work is rather than getting feedback from just players of a referee, you get feedback from the other referees in the game. Like the ARs can give feedback on the head ref and equally the head ref can give feedback on the ARs because they're all working together. They're all seeing how good the job they're doing. And they're more, much more impartial than actual players are in giving feedback on how the game was run, how it was appreciated, how the referee acted, were things enforced, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is ideas that we could talk about yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, but we need but, but the the feedback. If, if the strategy is about a, a system for feedback, yeah. I mean, I think the other thing we talked about yesterday was having it, um, and the independence came up around um, uh, having some sort of objective rather than subjective, and and mm-hmm. rather than personal view. So that um, that that was the intent. So that it wasn't a personal attack or a person, you know, um, or a uh, subjective heat of the moment sort of thing. Okay, let's move on. Um, yeah, grant applications was one under resources and finances, and um, I've used the word directory, but I heard yesterday people talking about you know needing to know what grant, grant opportunities there actually were because we don't necessarily know what they are or what they, um, and then a guideline on how to for a grant and examples of, I mean, there were three of the things that I'd picked up. Um, there could be more, um, but um, that was my starting point. Um, is that the final one or is there another one? Okay, well, that was what next. So, so if you could just go back, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, so if I was to, and I'm offering to do this, I know how busy you are and this is what I do for a living, so I kind of... It, it, and you love it and you're great at it. So <laughs> <laughs> I, um, 
you know, this is about all of this, reading all of this. And um, I mean, it, it takes time, but if you're used to doing it, it's like anything. Um, it's probably about three or four hours work to get to this point, but to analyse it all and bring it together. Um, so I was going to offer to do this for the rest of what we've talked about out of the, the weekend. Um, uh, and then you, you'll have a document that, you know, can be circulated and we can have people go, yeah, that's what I thought we discussed or not. Um, being really clear that this isn't the strategic plan <laughs> and even the appearance of it may look totally different <laughs> to this. I've just done it like this because it's, it was easy for me, I thought, to type in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if I was to do it with the rest um, and then send it to you and then we can send it out to the people who participated. Send it out to people who participated maybe next week or the following week, get any more comments and then send it out to the community in three or four weeks mm -hmm. just to say, okay, this is what we've done so far. Do you want to add stuff to it? Let's agree we're going to discuss this more. How do you want us to discuss this more? We're happy to come somewhere for a workshop, but this is what we will require. We will require like four hours and we're not going to come to a workshop and then if one person shows up, because that's going to be a problem. But also, I want also everyone to feel that they've had the chance, a true and honest chance to give their opinion. And this also definitely needs to be both online and in person. I definitely feel that. We can't capture the same richness of discussion yeah. just online. And going to people also makes it easy. Like this thing is happening, I'll just go rather than, oh, there's a thing online, but it's going to be online, so I'm going to sit in front of a computer for two hours, like Ingram so happily does. But I could also go watch a movie, and I'm going to go watch a movie because only very dedicated people sit in front of a computer for two hours. Um, but, yeah, this is a great start. I think the thing about it is that it's important, but as I said at the end of yesterday, um, AJ had said, you know, people didn't really know what this was about or, you know, how it was going to shape up as well. And this is a first time and we may not get it absolutely right this time, um, but you've got to start somewhere yeah. and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and learn from this. And at the end of the day, we want a document this year that we can submit yeah. if the application goes through to Sports yeah. Australia. And we also, we've got a relatively new board in the sense that there are several new people. And I think that it's really timely to have a strategic plan for the board mm. to actually come together around and, and, and sort of say, okay, you know, we agree with this and how, how are we going to govern this and, and lead I think it it's, a, it's a really, so there's an image that Alison gave at the beginning of this. It's like a, starting a puzzle without an image to complete. So you don't know where you're going, but eventually you might go somewhere. And also I like that. I heard I do a puzzle. <laughs> I like that QA has had 
almost 10 years of just starting and finding its way, like infancy of just trying things. But now it's the way to learn and start to grow in a way that we can achieve something good and major. Sorry, yeah, to have something that allows it to grow and not start again every single time the board changes. So the next slide was just my take on where to from here. So, um, yeah, which is what I was basically saying, complete analysing and, you know, the detail and many notes, and I'll need to get some input from today. Because today was to be a skills session, I didn't attend the, the morning, um, and uh, but picking up on your presentation, AJ, there's some really useful information in there. That well, I sort of may have tried to make it build off yesterday well. and yeah. build ideas associated with planning. So out. whatever information we can get from today as well would be helpful for me to sort of look at it. Yeah. You, um, you wanted to hold further workshops of some kind. I haven't been prescriptive, but yeah. yesterday we mentioned the board job fairs, states beyond New South Wales and ACT. I don't know whether you have other ideas. Um, online surveys. I think it's important to look at to what others are planning across the world, and, and that was useful, AJ, with your connections, but there may be... Um, yeah, you know, we need to be looking at how we're operating in the world and also what ideas or what particular strategies are working elsewhere in the world that we might be able to. The IQA annual assembly is next weekend, so I will be at yeah. that virtually. If you want to present what we're doing with the end goal of a sport National Sport Organization recognition. This is great. I honestly, I'll definitely bring up a lot of stuff about the name issues, branding yeah. issues. I think that um, from what I gathered, we are possibly at the forefront of starting a legitimization of Quidditch um, as a sport official, officially. Um, which is why people from America emailed me and texted me and said, we're looking forward to see what you do. And it feels very exciting, but also a bit scary. Uh, <laughs> but it would be awesome because I think Australia, which prides itself on being a great sporting nation, in fact, I think we have the highest rate of gold medals per capita in the world, um, it could be extremely exciting for Australia to be the first nation to do this. Um, but yeah, if anyone across the world is working on the same lines, coordinating efforts works great. I think with the US and the UK who are also sort of at a close level to us as well. I think UK has some recognition with various UK bodies. Like Quidditch UK has recognition with uh, their sporting bodies in the country. Um, I suspect USQ does, but I don't actually know, but... I think USQ has had a five, six year lead time on us really, which helps and a big player base. I guess the other thing I'd be interested in is, you know, whether they actually have strategic plans. Um, I did a bit of a search and I didn't really come up with anything, but um, uh, maybe I didn't do a thorough one. Um, so anyway, that was, that was the point about not just looking inwardly, but looking at, you know, where we're sitting. <laughs> in relation to the world and, and what we can learn from others. 
and as Nora's saying, how we might be able to inform others. Um, yeah, preparing the draft documents and then distributing them for comment. Um, and some people are better at commenting on a document, which is one of the reasons why I pulled that stuff together very quickly for today because it's hard when you've got this volume of information and also all of that fantastic information that's um, that Jamie's recorded um, to actually go, okay, well, you know, what, what's this really saying? Having said that, I mean, one of the big pluses and one of the things I do in my work is whenever I do consultations, we always write consultation reports and send them out to people and get them checked to sort of verify that um, and also to be accountable. Um, it's not always it's best practice. It's not always practice. Um, but what what you've done, and thank you, Jamie, for your notes. They've been incredible um, just by making it available to yeah. people. Um, I think that transparency is is really important. Um, so um, th that was going to be it from me. But um, Yeah, so I just was wondering if we wouldn't mind going into further workshops and stuff into a bit more detail. Um, so just in terms of outside of New South Wales, I know we've briefly talked about like Vic Fantasy, Sunny Coast Fantasy and adding on forums to that. I was just wondering how you guys are planning to do that logistically, like the Friday and evening stuff, like what's, because I find, I think it would be very difficult to do because like you can't really hold it during work hours, because especially in Victoria, I think a lot of the players are work, like full-time workers and so, and then Vic Fantasy and Sunny Coast are full weekend tournaments and I don't think we'll be able to convince them to cut it to one day to host this, especially since they're not Quidditch Australia events so that we don't really have any jurisdiction to tell them to do that. Um, so I would really like to explore the idea of doing more online workshops. I can definitely see the value in doing this stuff. Like this was really valuable, but I just think in terms of logistically ensuring we get high participation rates, online stuff would just be a little better. Online would be better or face-to-face? -face. Yeah. Like in terms of participation, I think online would be better. I think face-to-face -face is really valuable and would probably get better results, but I don't think the results would drop too much from doing online participation, um, especially since I know with Zoom you can have big group meetings and then split off into small meetings and come back together as a big group and stuff like that. So it does have the capability of being really flexible in that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, if I speak for me, I mean, I, I've enjoyed sort of my role in terms of facilitating and hopefully I've added some value to the process. One of the considerations for me is, um, you know, flying to Queensland or flying to, to Victoria unless it's at a time when I'm going there myself. Um, and, and and I don't know. I can't speak for Nora, but you may be in the same boat, Nora. Um, I can't see our airfares being paid for, and uh, or accommodation. I, so. Like I would do it because honestly, even just going to a, a day of Vic Cup and going there the day before and seeing who comes, I think there's value. Microphone, guys. Microphone. Sorry. Um, 
just like if you take State Shield as an example, it was held in Victoria and we barely got any people from Victoria come other than the players. But then you look at the live streaming results and we had a lot of people on live stream. So people definitely prefer to do something online rather than go to a workshop. And I would, I, I won't be going to Vic Fanny's to the sunny coast, like yeah. flights accommodation is too much. Um, and I would like to be involved in the process as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like to be. Yeah, and I, and, I want you to but it's, but it's just a matter of the logistics. I'm interested to know how Ingram has found the process online. <laughs> uh, I think the worst part is the microphone, but I do teleconferences through work for the past five years, and for the past ten years I've been playing online video games with some Americans. So... This is not a new experience for me in the slightest. So I think I'm a bad candidate to, like, judge oh. the process on. Well, you've stuck with us for two days, so, you know, that, that might say something. Um, and you, you've had some opportunity to have input. But um, so it, you, what you're saying is it, it, it's kind of worked under the circumstances for you? Um, I, like, I, I, I have a very – I'm very flexible because – I've been doing this sort of stuff with yeah. varying okay. degrees of quality for a long time. So I know how to get around it already. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it works for me, but it may not work for others. Yeah. That's really what I should have said. I have an idea, which is let's put it to the people. So let's not speculate on what people would prefer. Let's ask them, what would you prefer? Keeping in mind that with costs associated, like this one was free because Alison lives here, I drove here, Jamie took a train and we were able to get the rooms for free and we still spent around $100 to host this. <coughs> Keeping in mind that it's not going to be as cheap to other states for reasons and this is just a reality and there's no point in whining about it let's ask the people, would you pay $20 to go to a thing like this and contribute to QA? Or would you prefer do it online? So on that, um, the, wording, the wording is really important. Don't say what would you prefer because then there's no sort of commitment of actually doing it. Phrase yeah. it saying, which will you actually do? I like I like so much the question that opens every space open space technology, which is, which opportunities and issues are you willing to embrace and ready to take genuine responsibility for? <laughs> because it's a question that like you can ask yourself in every thing. What are you passionate about, and what will you take responsibility for? I think it's an adult question so much. So let's ask that question. I think that's a good question, and as far as the logistics of us are concerned, um, yeah, Zoom, I'm, I'm used to using Zoom and Business Skype through not only work but a national um, NGO that I, um, I'm the executive of. Um, we use it all the time very effectively yeah. for you know, meetings across New South Wales, across Australia. Um, uh, I mean, an option for us logistically would be, you know, I could come to Newcastle and or, you know, whatever. We, we wouldn't, we could do it on our own computers, but if it was going to work to have two of us in the room together, it's a different prospect for me to go to Newcastle than for me to go to 
you know, Victoria or, yeah, or um, Queensland. We've also got to take into account Western Australia and South Australia, which yeah. have been ignoring for far too long. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and I don't know what your movements are as far as Sydney, but, you know, with computer access, it's not so much of an issue if we're at different sites anyway. I'm going to take responsibility maybe for asking the community what would they like for follow-up, unless Jamie says... I think a job form might be a bit better, and so I can do that. Yeah. Just so it's easier to record people's responses. Yeah. And... What time is it? 4.30. I think we need to start rounding this yeah. off. Um, and I think I'll start rounding this off by saying that it took a lot of time to plan this and work through this. And I am so proud of the efforts that people have put in in contributing with a wealth of knowledge and expertise in putting in miles and hard work and just coming here on a Sunday, uh, waking up and skipping a family day. It is incredibly positive to find that we're going somewhere rather than being stuck in a circle of doing the same three events every year. Um, I really, really hope that now that the community familiarizes itself with what strategic planning is, with why we're doing strategic planning, with what it means for Queer Australia, this becomes a more popular opportunity that we take more often, or at least every year. Um, yeah, and I'm very thankful to everyone who showed up, to Ingram down in Victoria, uh, who has been a very active participant, despite we haven't seen his face at all. Being, being <laughs> the most furthest away, I still contribute, <laughs> yes. Um, it's, I'm very thankful for the work everyone has done, to AJ for, yeah, Really, um, we thank you for leading this. Oof. It's been enormous, <laughs> <laughs> and, and taking the initiative. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> I guess I've done something. Um, yeah, and I think it makes me. It gives me faith that we're going somewhere, which is good, because you know, always on the verge of quitting. <laughs> no, you can't do that this year. No, I can't. <laughs> Not anymore. Not for at least the next 12 months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, whilst we're wrapping up, I would very much like to share Eleonora's testaments on that. And I'd also, on behalf of QA, just like to thank Eleonora oh, and yes. Alison. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> don't forget Alison. Um, on helping me sort of get this off the ground with your expertise and knowledge and commitment to it all and your, all your ideas. It's definitely going to benefit the wider community and it's going to give the board a lot to work on the next few years and direction and be able to actually contribute to Quidditch rather than running the same three events every year. Um, so yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. I'm sure the community will thank you all one day and start coming to your events. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, thank you so much. I hope you continue to stay involved in the process through the entire thing and even in the futures beyond if you're still around. Um, thank you. And thank you to everyone who came, especially Alfie, who I begged to rock up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Bye, everyone who's watching the recording. Bye, Ingram. Bye. Thanks for being here. <laughs>